Jeepers Creepers, tonight, the man who made scary movies even scarier. I'm Richard. And I'm Gary. And these are our incredible stories. Hello and welcome back to all of our listeners from around the world and across the United States. We're happy to have you back with us again for another exciting episode of Richard and Gary's Incredible Stories. And if you are listening for the first time, well, welcome. We hope that you enjoy what you hear and we hope that you enjoy it so much that you'll hit that like and subscribe button and then you'll come back every Friday and join us for more episodes. And guess what? It's free of charge. So uh, it's our little gift to you for joining us. Um, Today, we truly do have a very incredible person. And uh, who might that be, Dad? Well, this evening, Gary, uh, we've got with us, like you say, an incredible person with amazing talents. Oh, my gosh. Barry Anderson is his name. He's one of the master special effects makeup guys who makes Hollywood's scary movies even scarier. So if you welcome Barry, we can start off with his stories about uh, working with George Romero on yes. Day of the Dead. So welcome to the show, Barry. Thank you very much. So great to be here. Absolutely. Uh, we're excited to have you with us. And actually, uh, we, we've known Barry for a little while now. We were introduced to you by uh, a mutual friend, Charlie Carlson. Well, you know, Charlie was a special man and... Uh, Anything that deals with strange, unusual, uh, you know, Charlie was involved in that here in Florida. And, uh, of course, a lot of people think I'm strange and unusual. So here we are all together. <laughs> Us uh, too. And it's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, variety is the spice of life. Yep. That's what they say. So, uh, so Barry, you've had uh, quite the life. You have done some very exciting stuff. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about... Uh, George Romero, yeah, Day yeah. of the Dead. And maybe, and maybe a little bit about how, uh, how that happened. <laughs> you know, that was a dream come true project. Uh, in, I had one of the earlier projects that I ever worked on, actually, right out of makeup school. I studied makeup down in Miami uh, for film and television. And, uh, you know, I met a gentleman named Dean Gates who was teaching there. And he became, really became my mentor. Uh, Dean was, is a wonderful person. He's a, still a great friend and he's had a successful career. And, you know, uh, first of all, I learned about George Romero when I was going to art school in Pittsburgh and the local kids in the neighborhood told me about a zombie movie that was made at the uh, Monroeville mall. And that was probably 1979 that that event just prior to me moving to Pittsburgh. And I was so excited to hear about this mall zombie movie made in a mall. You know, I was like, yeah. take me to the mall. <laughs> I was looking around for blood stains, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I was like, I need to find out who these guys are. I I'm interested in this George Romero guy. And little did I have any idea within a few years I would get a chance to work on one of his movies, but it was truly a dream come true to me. And, you know, it's, it's funny while I was going to um, the makeup school, I found out that there was a costume store looking for uh, to hire some makeup people to sell makeup. And I was like, Oh, I'm interested in that job. So oh, wow. I, 
worked at this costume store that coincidentally, the woman that owned this costume store, she was from my hometown area. And that was quite remarkable. And she also had a costume store in Pittsburgh. And she knew Tom Savini, the special effects guru that uh, worked with George Romero. Uh, and he's, uh, you know, was somebody that I really looked up to. For oh, sure. yeah. And I found out that uh, she knew him and I wanted to try to reach out to Tom Savini. But by chance, right around that same time, Dean Gates was contacted by Tom and it was asked if he could gather a few uh, artists, special effects artists together to uh, help with the uh, movie Day of the Dead when they came down to uh, Florida to film scenes for that movie. And I was one of the lucky people to win that lotto ticket. Oh, wow. Now, what part of Florida did they film those scenes in? Yeah, so they filmed over in Sanibel Island uh, and uh, right over in that area. Uh, and so we uh, packed our bags and drove across the state from South Florida and we got over there and they had, um, gosh, set up, they had a nice setup for us and we were, um, they transformed uh, some of the area over there into uh, what looked like a zombie apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, we had armies of zombies to make up for that. And that was Fort Myers. uh, Downtown Fort Myers was actually uh, turned into a war zone of zombies. It was really amazing what the set people were able to do for that. I mean, they had uh, alligators running around and people showed up in droves to be part of this movie. It was the people of Fort Myers area were really wonderful to be uh, participating in this. Yeah. And now that's that's the whole uh, first opening scene, isn't it, of the film where you see the alligator and then uh, I think it's a zombie walking around with his tongue hanging out of his mouth. Uh, yes. Dr. Yeah. Tongue. Yeah. yeah oh, my yeah. goodness. That was a puppet and uh, really uh, quite a shocking uh, thing for me to get a chance to see what Tom and his crew uh, had made um, on the way over to that filming of that scene. I was riding in the car. I think it was a station wagon that Tom was driving. Oh, really? The FX guys. Yeah. And they had Dr. Tongue in the back underneath a tarp or something. Oh, my gosh. They asked me to, they asked if I could get something from the back, and I pulled the tarp back and see that thing staring at me. It was it was a wonderful moment for sure. <laughs> no, I, I bet was like, it was. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so. It must be very surreal, though, to to be walking around uh, downtown Fort Myers and have uh, legions of zombies uh, all around you. You know, it it really was incredible. But what was really amazing is when the people that had no idea there was a zombie movie being made that showed up (laughs) on the scene, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like. That that was the shocker, the look of people's faces for that. But yeah, it really was, uh, you know, it was, it was such a exciting moment uh, in my career at such a young age uh, to realize that a dream has actually come true. And here I was working on this crazy uh, zombie film for, for George Romero and working for Tom Savini, one of the people I looked up 
people to, uh, you know, reading about in Fangoria magazine. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, this, these guys from Pittsburgh that made zombie movies, night of the living dead, dawn of the dead. And now here they were making day of the dead and, uh, it really was fantastic. So a small handful of us, uh, people, uh, from Florida got to join in on that. And it was really uh, an incredible opportunity. Oh, absolutely. So, Barry, uh, it wasn't long, I guess, before you ended up uh, working on some more horror, and those films were called Jeepers Creepers 1 and 2. Yeah, you know what? Of course, uh, in like any most of these big movies, I, I was a spoke in a big wheel. So, you know, I wish I could take credit for the amazing creature that was in Jeepers Creepers, but that was from uh, Makeup and Monsters, uh, Brian Penticus was in charge of creating that creature. And uh, they did an incredible job with that. I really loved how they slowly reveal what this thing was oh, yeah. you know, in the movie. But, you know, a friend of mine told me, hey, I'm working on this horror movie uh, that's going to be filmed here in Central Florida. And I said, oh, I, let me in on this. Uh, who can I contact? You know, <laughs> And, uh, you know, out of nowhere with no, you know, there was very little notice of any kind for this. And, and he's, I gave him a resume and he was kind enough to hand it over to the uh, special effects guys there and. Lo and behold, they needed some help. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you remember the movie where they, uh, the creature had this layer. They think they called it the uh, cathedral. Uh, it was oh, yeah. this huge layer filled with bodies. I mean, just literally uh, hundreds of bodies. Yeah. Well, that was uh, what I worked on, was helping to provide uh, bodies for that uh, scene. So uh, lucky for me, it was... Uh, you know, it was a lot of hard work, but it ultimately turned out to be a successful film. And uh, it was a really fun to meet, uh, uh, you know, people like Brian, these talented uh, guys. Uh, he was a, he's an amazingly talented person. And uh, just to be part of that, you know, even though it was a small part in many ways, but it was, again, a lot of a lot of work uh, to pull off and. Uh, they did a great job. I, I really uh, loved the way that film turned out with the talents of uh, Justin Long and um, the young girl, uh, Gina Phillips, yeah. uh, and uh, Jonathan Breck playing the Creeper. So, yeah, no, he was fantastic really in that. Uh, I, I remember oh, yeah. seeing that uh, when it came out in the theaters, and it was just, I, I think I sat there with my mouth open the entire time because it was just, it's, I love movies where people are just thrown into a situation they don't expect. And that yeah. was, that's, that's that film. I mean, you know, they don't expect that the person who's road raging behind them turns out to be this uh, winged demon like creature that's going to absorb it was them. Wonder it really was wonderful how they, uh, you know, slowly revealed. And of course, one of the big stars in the movie to me is that truck. I mean, oh, that yeah. truck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Be eating you horn. on the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it really created a, an amazingly intense, uh, you know, feel. And a lot of that was filmed near Ocala out in the really. It, you know, you see this the footage and you can't really tell it. It's in Florida. It looks like it could be anywhere in the south somewhere. Oh, sure. Possibly Midwest. You see these roll kind of rolling little hills and and fields and uh, trees and stuff going on. A little old church there. And mm. uh, but uh, so 
the they picked some really great uh, locations that kind of just took you out into this uh, back roads. Uh, here are these kids are on um, spring break from uh, college and yeah. uh, brother and sister driving down the road and they come upon this weird sighting that they see on the side of the road. Like, what did we just see? Was yeah. <laughs> They should have kept driving. They should have, yeah. You know. They got a little too uh, too close. Oh, my goodness. Yes, indeed. Yeah. But, you know, I am glad that I was able to be part of something that turned into, uh, it, I don't know, the franchise itself. Uh, they think they made, they made three of these films now. Yeah. Um, I did get in, in, uh, involved in the, the second film. Unfortunately, the way film work is, and you guys know this, uh, not everything always goes the way it originally is planned. Too Things true. change, <laughs> you know? And so uh, Brian had contacted me about uh, part two and time, a long t- span of time went by and then uh, he reached back out to me and hired me to make a bunch of more bodies to recreate the cathedral again, which really? you know, I guess all that stuff got thrown away is after the movie, the first yeah, movie yeah. was done or something. Well, so I worked uh, making all this stuff and then changes were made to the script and a lot of stuff just ended up being uh, changed and scenes got cut out entire, um, you know, large swathes of that probably because of uh, I would assume budgeting and Uh maybe other purposes. So they did not come back to Florida, which I was really disappointed about. Yeah. They filmed out in, uh, I think Las Vegas uh, area. Um, And so uh yeah things i made stuff got a credit but um it, i never it never ended up being uh seen in the finished film so uh yeah it was kind of an interesting thing but you know, yeah. that's the way the wor- the industry works so too true too again true. you know i got paid they uh were great to work with uh but i was disappointed to see that there were abrupt changes compared to what i was originally thought was going to happen in the second film now have you had that happen before with other projects where you've you've spent a, a period of time working on something and then they're like well you kind of changed our mind on this and, and then you're stuck with these things <laughs> you that you've end already up made. on the cutting room floor well you know that's the funny thing is uh, yes my entire career in film is worked that way you know so a lot of things end up on the cutting room floor and you know and sometimes it's a good thing and so you know especially with special effects you know, as a special effects artist, go. I worked for three months on this. I want to see close-ups and slow motion, but yeah, yeah. really, a lot of times the effect works best in a fast cut, sure. a fast flash. Less is better, oftentimes. Yeah. And you know, sometimes you want things to be shadowy in the dark <laughs> and not some blown out a rubber um, head. You know. Yeah. But you know, uh, I think uh, the unpredictable nature of production. It's uh, it takes a lot to get everybody on the right page and have the right uh, fundings and so on. So there's been many disappointments through the years. Uh, I've worked on films where I go and sit in the movie theater watching it. And then I sit and watch the credits and I'm watching the credits and then it gets down with catering. And then it gets down yeah. to this and I'm going, uh, 
well, well, wait, where's my credit? Well, yeah, yeah. What happened? <laughs> Oops, somebody forgot my credit. Oh, or, man. Or in some cases, maybe they purposefully took it out because they were worried about union issues or something. Uh, you know, I was uh, and remained non-union, which uh, I don't know. You know, it's kind of a funny thing. A lot of the horror movies that I was working on were non-union projects, but it was Florida was a right to work state. So there were times when I was called in to uh, design or do some kind of a a makeup effect for something yeah. and they'd be like, Oh, just kind of lay low a little bit, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. I, you want me to do this or not? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, When you go and watch the movie and then you go, Oh, where's my name? You know, yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. makes you sad, you know, Oh, sure. but things change. And of course there were many times when uh, I thought that uh, this was going to be the best scene in the movie, making yeah, yeah. something and, and that a decision gets made to, cut stuff out because of timing, trying to time and edit things together to make things make sense. So it's part of the business. Absolutely. Well, there's one movie, Barry, where you did not end up on the cutting room floor. In fact, you and your entire family ended up uh, in the movie and uh, along with your credit. And it was a movie directed by the iconic cult classic director, Ted V. Michaels. How did that all come about? Well, that is a great question. And you guys probably know better than I about the answer to that. But, (laughs) you know, it's like a moth to the flame. There you go. You know, uh, old Charlie Carlson, I got the, I met Charlie Carlson and said, who is this guy doing all this weird stuff in Florida? I need to meet this guy, get to know him, you know, and find out that, you know, start finding out his circle of friends and people. And the next thing I know, I meet you guys and (laughs) you're involved in a Ted Michaels movie. And, you know, I thought to myself, this Ted Michaels is, he's kind of the Ed Wood of uh, filmmakers, you know, in many ways. And, uh, you know, when you're getting into this, you know, you're going to be making something very interesting. uh, And, you know, he, Ted has a cult following around the world, as you guys know. Oh, yes. And punk bands have made uh, songs about his, you know, the title of his movies, uh, Astro Zombies, etc. I said, I I need to be part of this. (laughs) And then I had the pleasure of meeting you guys. And, uh, you know, you uh, brought me in on this. And I thought, you know what? Let's do this. And I got to tell you, I had a blast. It was a lot of fun. You know, it's, of course, these movies are, you know, they're not for everybody, but there is an audience around the world that uh, loves them. So, you know, we, uh, we gave it our best at what we were doing, you know. Oh, what exactly. Uh, what exactly did you do with Astro Zombies uh, M4 Invaders from cyberspace? Well, let's see. We, uh, you, I helped to do some makeup effects uh, uh, that were uh, I was asked to do, and also create a uh, burned astro zombie that uh, was uh, seen in the examination uh, table. Is that correct? Or that that I... is correct. Yes. yes uh, uh, and we, I remember we filled that uh, bag up with uh, fog juice. So when you guys opened it up, it would just billow out uh, smoke like he had been smoldering in there for a while 
That's yeah. right. Well, of course, Gary, you are a special effects guy uh, amongst many other talents. And uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. so uh, you were uh, doing an awful lot of work on that film uh, and wearing many hats. Uh, <laughs> you and your dad both, uh, really. Uh, my part was small compared to what you guys were doing. But, you know, it was uh, a lot of fun and everybody involved was uh, really just wonderful. And, you know, we had a good time. I it was a blast seeing my little boy being on the set there. Oh, yeah, and, you know uh, he got his first chance. So when the kids in the neighborhood found out he was in a movie, you know, <laughs> and he had pictures to prove it. Right. This was, the, <laughs> this was great stuff. So uh, wonderful memories of working on that. Oh yeah. Sure. Oh no, it's fun. And you know, it's funny. Uh, we still have that charred body, and I I do a haunted house in uh, our backyard every Halloween, and uh, that charred body makes its way to the haunted house, and it's right there to scare the living daylights out of everybody who comes in there. <laughs> I bet it does. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty darn creepy looking, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, it worked. I thought that it worked pretty well for mm, what we needed. Uh, you know, uh, and of course with the Ted film, you, you know, there's not a giant budget to work with. It's not Hollywood, <laughs> no. uh, budget? California here. Budget? Yeah. What budget? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're on the no budget end of this one. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but you know what? It's a passion. It's a love. Absolutely. I knew that, uh, well, again, the moth to the flame. I knew working with Ted was going to be an interesting experience. And let's face it. He is kind of an eccentric filmmaker, if you will. The guy was in his 80s, still oh, yeah. making movies. And yeah. uh, he's created a lot of uh, drive-in films from the past. The Corpse Grinders. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know the more titles than I mm -hmm. do, probably. Of course, all the Astro Zombie films. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to be part of that. I definitely thought, you know, you connect uh, Ted Mick. Michaels and and my name is attached. Okay, sure, why not? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now, uh, Barry, um, you've done an awful lot of not only uh, special effects makeup, but uh, as you just mentioned, you also create props. Uh, the one, for example, that we used in the Astro Zombies M4 movie, and uh, you uh, spent a lot of time making oh body parts, uh, severed arms and. Uh, legs and what have you and i understand that uh, you used your uh, garage pretty much as a, a workshop for this and on these hot humid nights in uh, in florida you'd have to have your garage door open uh, did any of your neighbors express any kind of interest in what you were doing late at night with these uh, very realistic uh, severed limbs yeah well i am the weird neighbor guy you know so <laughs> there's been a few different events that have happened through the years and i'll tell you the first story that occurred to me in south florida my wife and i were living in a quiet condominium uh, on a, a golf course down there and i had uh, been working on a film called temptation which was a uh, it was more of a suspense thriller kind of a film and uh, they hired me to create a scene where a gentleman gets his head blown off uh, on a yacht. Oh, wow. And so I wrapped the filming of this scene and 
brought the prop back home and I thought, how am I going to bring this bloody thing back home? I put a hat on it and strapped it into the passenger's side of my car. <laughs> oh my gosh. Leaned the car back a little bit and I drove back home. <laughs> I got home, but I parked my car in the guest parking spot. Because <laughs> oh. that was kind of a quiet place to uh. nobody go. And I put a towel, a beach towel over it. Yeah. And I, I'm actually covered in fake blood uh, when I get out of my car. And I kind of quickly go into the house. I'm, it's August when we were filming in South Florida. So you can imagine it was a long, arduous day. And my wife says, oh, I hope you're not bringing that horrible thing in the house. I said, no, I'll put it in uh, storage in the morning. And I said, let me get in the shower and then we'll go and have a nice dinner and celebrate that I finally wrapped on this film. While I was in the shower, my neighbor started banging on the door and said, the police are surrounding your car. <laughs> oh, my and, gosh. Uh, my wife starts screaming and I'm trying to jump out and dry my trying to put some clothes on while I'm soaking wet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I yeah. run outside. And as far as the eye could see, the fire department. Oh, my God. Police from everywhere. <laughs> all the neighbors coming out with this is an elderly crowd of people. Living oh, jeez. You know? oh, and uh, they're coming out with their curlers on. They're coming out with their <sighs> rackets and so forth Too and funny. all around my car are police with the guns and everything <laughs> and uh I, they're getting ready to break the window open i yell over the balcony don't break my window they're like is this your car yes put your hands in the air you know so oh man uh, i had some explaining to do that's for sure <laughs> I, I bet i'm sure there was a little bit of explaining there oh, yeah wow. this was a this was a little bit of a scary moment that my wife finally came out with the keys to the car and so you could hear a pin drop, even though there were a hundred people out there or more. And uh, they opened, they opened up the car passenger door and it looked bad. There was duct tape, plastic bags. There's, <laughs> uh, you know, this, this was a gruesome uh, scene with the, this prop that I made a very realistic looking uh, yeah. prop. And um, there was this silence and all of a sudden somebody goes, it's fake. And boy, did I get chastised by the chief of police. Oh, for this. man. And, uh, of course, I heard the fire department laughing and calling me Jeffrey Dahmer, I think, or something, you know. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, but the neighbors had the look of horror and shock on their faces at this right. whole thing. And, uh, of course, I told them, this was not a joke. I This is what I do for a living. I just got home from work, and uh, I'm sorry the towel fell but apparently a young man came to visit his grandparents pulled the car up looked out the window looked over and saw the body and called the 911 so yeah. it was uh, quite an interesting event but you know what Barry that's got to be a little bit of a compliment though because that's how talented that you you are that you can create something so believable so yeah so i've had other neighbors ask what in the world i've been doing in my garage and i just say well come take a look <laughs> <laughs> well barry i have to say that is pretty incredible um and and guess what folks this is not going to be the end of uh, of of our interviews with barry we're definitely going to be having him back for some more uh stories because uh i mean he's just all around an incredible guy. Oh yeah, highly talented, and uh, he's definitely the one that makes 
scary stories even scarier right well i mean he's the guy who uh puts all of the stuff uh with these movies that makes them so entertaining even scare his entire neighborhood (laughs) there you go there you go all right so but uh until next time uh thanks barry yes thank you very much and uh until next time i'm richard and i'm gary and these are our incredible stories